0: 9.38, 22 till 10, Tommy Tucker, WWL. We do know this, that 7-year-old Sadie DeVilla is dead, killed by a pit bull that was out roaming a neighborhood while she played in a front yard. We've already given you the, the people that don't like the pit bull, that um, side of it, with Colleen Lynn, president and founder of DogSpy.org. Now our friend Jeff Dorson joins us, executive director of Louisiana Humane Society, who his is rather himself a pit bull owner? I hear. Is that right, Jeff? Good morning.
1: Absolutely. Hey, Tommy. Thanks for having me. Thanks for discussing this issue. The breed and issue are complicated. So, as you know, there's pros and cons on, you know, do people want them around or do they not? And so I'm one that does, but I also know there's you know some issues. With the, and sure, the family is uh, grieving from the loss of their daughter. Of course, it's very unfortunate. So feel free to you know I've done some research and it's it it's interesting they were actually born and bred out of uh, they came originally from Britain the British Isles by breeding rat terriers and bull mastiffs mastiffs and so you know you have this strong potentially aggressive dog and this is sometimes what happens but there are ways we we think that you can prevent these types of attacks
0: let's talk about your dog where, where did you get it well why'd you why'd you decide to have a pit bull etc
1: well uh, i find that they're loyal and agile and wonderful to be with and they're fun they're great companions my dog came from the seventh board he was hit by a car the owner didn't have the means to to a treat it so we went picked them up treated it, and I ended up adopting them. but I've also come in contact with lots of pit bulls actually have had both good and bad experiences I've rescued some from canals who were kissing me one day licking me gratitude and the next day they wanted to kill me so it really is an individual make genetic makeup and I can't predict them nor can almost anybody but uh People love them. Whoa, and whoa, whoa! Hang on a second.
0: That—that's what you just said is a mouthful. You said there you can't predict them. or they people can't predict them? Say that again.
1: Well, th- they're genetically just—you know—nobody can can no uh, nobody can predict it. No, um, there—that's why some people avoid them. That's why 37 states, cities within states, have passed ordinances. To prohibit either owning them or walking them, you have to have – there's some restrictions, like with muzzles. So I'm not the only one who has identified the potential of them creating a public health hazard. Thirty-seven other states have. Um, I'm not actually in favor of them because they're rather breed-specific, and I'm not in favor of that. But, you know, enough people have said they want some kind of protection or distance from them, so they've done that.
0: So are you not worried, then, that your dog – however loving as it is now, if it's unpredictable that one day could turn on you and have some serious consequences?
1: I don't have that worry. Uh, I've had him now, excuse me, her seven, eight years, and there's been nothing to show me. She, She's not aggressive towards me, and, you know, I keep her confined within the laws. You have to keep animals behind fenced-in yards under supervision, under your control. So there's been no issues, and I don't think there will, ever will be.
0: Wow. It, it Just when you said unpredictable, I wasn't expecting you to say that. I really wasn't. Um, well,
1: only because I had those two experiences rescuing two from life-threatening situations one day and the next day I couldn't touch them. So I don't, you know, that's just what happened. And so uh, I couldn't get near them. You know, it could have been they were under shock and stress the second time I saw them. So, But I have been around aggressive pit bulls. They can be uh, trained, they can be calmed down, and it takes a lot of time and resources and patience.
0: Um, th- th- our previous guest told us that of uh, fatal dog attacks, pit bulls are responsible for 66% of them, but they only comprise about 6 to 7% of the dog population. And then when I asked about pit bull bias toward the, the dog, she said, well, you know, Dog bites don't get media attention. Maulings and fatalities do, and that's why it's, it's pit bulls that you hear of most of the time. Do you think there's a media bias against pit bulls?
1: Well, she's, those statistics are true. I read the same ones, and they are involved with fatal killings. Sixty-six percent of all fatal killings are pit bull-related. So. You know, it's useful to know not everybody wants a pit bull and, and not everybody wants a beagle. It's really what your household wants. And so you that's why there are lots of different varieties and breeds. What's your comfort level? What do? You, what type of dog do you want? Each one has different behaviors. You know, beagles, in my opinion, don't make good urban dwellers. They want to be outside digging and running and playing. So it's, luckily, there's lots of choices and preferences. Nobody says you have to own a pit bull.
0: You do have pit bulls up for adoption, I believe, at Louisiana SPCA, right? Oh Wait, you're not what at the SPCA. Mean? I'm confused. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. I conflated titles. But what would you tell somebody then that that wants to adopt a dog? Um, I, you know, I mentioned you know how I felt about my Betsy the boxer, but even then, I would not have had a dog that large around a child that was small. My child was grown when I got Betsy. Would, talk about the appropriateness, I guess, with size and kids and dogs, etc. Yep. Kids
1: and dogs, you have to be careful. Please use common sense and supervision. Dogs, especially pits, people, pit see, can be triggered by sudden movement and direct eye-level contact. And, and small kids, they think they're a prey. So it could trigger that type of, of quick reaction. So always keep kids and dogs apart until you slowly... Let them get to know each other. Uh, Do not leave them alone. Do not go around nursing mothers, any type of breed, especially pits They're very protective of their young. So, really, if you just incorporate common sense, you'll probably do fine.
0: Jeff, I got to tell you, you'll probably do fine um, that the breed is unpredictable, I don't know why anybody would want to have one of these dogs, or I hate to say should, but, you know, somebody texted in and said, you don't have to train a pointer to point, you don't have to train a retriever to retrieve, and you don't have to train a pit bull to attack. But from hearing what you're saying, man, I don't know. Somebody else texted in, the problem is I can choose not to own a pit bull, but I can't keep my neighbor from having a pit bull and not being as responsible as your guest is. You own one. You're the executive director of the Louisiana Humane Society, but but again, you're saying that they're unpredictable, and that for the most part, you'll be okay. How did you phrase that?
1: I'll I'll qualify it with can be unpredictable. Mine's pretty predictable. His behavior has her behavior has not changed in eight years. But remember, every dog has a possibility of being triggered by something. I mean, th- there are thou- millions of dog bites a year. Ask any postman. It's not just pit bulls that come out to the fence and try and bite somebody. So really, throw in almost any dog has a possibility of being a biter. I've been bitten by every type of breed there is. But you know, there's a stigma but the difference with pit bulls is up. the
0: difference is. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, if, 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 uh, if uh, um, a little bitty, uh, what do you call these things, Yorkie bites, I mean, that's going to be a hell of a lot different than, than an 80-pound pit bull.
1: Yep, yep. They can bite, hold, and shake. So, yeah, that's what you're getting. You're getting a breed that, you know, and plus the problem is dog fighters now have intensified all of this, and the, their bloodlines, Chinaman, Zebo, Land of the Giants, Scotty, uh, Razor's Edge, They've now gone into the general population, so it is getting trickier, and most shelters are full of pit bulls because not everybody wants to adopt them, and the population of pit bulls keeps increasing because they're not being spayed or neutered, so it's, it's a complicated issue. I don't have a good answer for everybody, but pick the breed that you're comfortable with.
0: Um, somebody texted in about boxers, insurance people not insuring boxers, and I don't know where they got that from. Maybe they got confused with me talking about Betsy, but insurers um, will um, either charge you a higher rate or not insure you if you own an Akita, American Bulldog, Chow Chows, Dobermans, Mastiff, Pitbulls, Rottweiler, Rottweilers, Ter- Stafford Shower, i get it out, Staffordshire Terriers, Wolford mm-hmm. Hybrids, Presa Canarios, Dingoes, or Alaskan Malamutes, it, it just, how do you, how would you even determine, and I know you don't want to see any animal put down, and you want to see every animal have a home, but h- how would you tell a family if they do uh, want a pit, how do you even go about determining what 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 is acceptable and what's with not? The I mean, makeup, oh. yeah, well, or the makeup. Let's start with the makeup, and then from there, go with if you want this dog in your house or
1: not. Well, let's see. There's so that's why shelters have counseling. You get to go visit. Is is that your question? Like how? Yeah. yeah.
0: If if can you if, rephrase? If, well, I guess first of all, if somebody's looking to adopt a dog and they're like you and they want to give a dog in the home, but. Why, why how would you what would you tell a family? how would you advise them if they have kids? would you say not if you have small kids? would you say not if you have I don't know how to even go about this because I wouldn't want anything to do with it but again I know there are people that have kids that will adopt these dogs and and I just don't want anything bad to happen.
1: Well luckily that's why the larger shelters have an entire uh, departments devoted to adoption counseling. You get to come in in a safe environment and interact with the dog over a period of time. There's also a period where you get to bring it home, slowly introduce it to your family members. So it's just like a child adoption. You want to go everything goes slow and controlled and supervised to make sure everybody's comfortable with each other and that the whole family is buying in. It becomes problematic when one family member doesn't get along with the animal or has never agreed to it. Like if you give a christmas present as a dog and all of a sudden the father wasn't informed and so that kind of tension and energy plays a part in how the dog behaves so is everybody has to want the same dog at the same time that makes for a very good adoption
0: i think it's important too that the person control the dog and be able to be able to, to that the dog knows who's in control did you ever have an issue like that with yours
1: No, I know enough to be the alpha immediately. You know, I've watched enough TV shows and read books. And, and, you know, I also encourage people to take advantage of obedience training. They're there for a reason. They're effective. And they, they create the pecking order immediately. You're in charge, and they're to listen to you. And it works. So there are things that people can do to minimize any type of problems with almost any dog. So I didn't mean to use any scare tactics, but just, you know, there's a reason why people are concerned, and the statistics, bear some some of them bear them out. So just know what you're getting. All right,
0: Jeff, any final thoughts?
1: No, I appreciate the subject. It's interesting. It's, you know, it's still ongoing, but uh, love your pet regardless of the breed.
0: Thanks. I appreciate your time. Jeff Dorson, uh, the executive director of the Louisiana Humane Society. I'm getting some text here. Um, capital uh, guy knows. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours